0: Hey, friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministry. Our website is lonesomeroad.org, or you can call us at 618-383-2107. That's my partner, Fred
1: Mooney. And I am so excited about being here with you.
0: Yeah, we're going to enjoy this ride today with our friends and family out there on that old Lonesome Road. All right, and thy words shall be a witness unto you today. So buckle up. Relax. And hold on tight, because here we go. Church on the Road, right here on your favorite radio station.
2: to the day got to see, I got to look around, I got diesel smoke rolling, from two chrome stacks my address is 408-414, a big blue mag, now it don't matter where I'm going, I just got to drive
0: Hey, Fred, we've got a great program today. We have the girls next door going to ride along with us in the cab. So, hey, we're going to have to have a SOS call. You know what that is, don't you, Fred? No, I don't. SOS stands for scoot over some. We're going to have a big crowd in the cab today. Hey, let's play a song by the girls next door. This was one of their first chart-topping Hit and it's called Love Will Get You Through Times Without Money. Here is the girls next door.
3: We started out with a shirt on our back, a ten dollar bill, and an old bunny hat. A single room on the second floor, the wolf howling at our door, but we didn't know we. Love will get you through times of no money Better than money will get you through times of no love Love will get you through times
0: through times with no money hey and guess what fred we've got the girls next door live with us here in the studio almost almost almost
1: (laughs) we're
4: close sort
0: of they're down in nashville but we're gonna do an interview over the telephone man technology don't you just love it i
1: do love it yeah
0: yeah so let's introduce the girls next door uh doris Merritt is uh uh, a friend of mine, we've been to her church down there in Hugo, Oklahoma, so uh, we're going to let Doris introduce her partners and the girls next door. So go ahead, Doris. Okay.
4: okay. Diane, why don't you introduce yourself? Oh, yeah. And I am Diane Austin, and I live in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Okay. I'm Cindy nixon Spinos, and I live in Franklin, Tennessee. I'm Tammy Stevens-Smith, and I live in High Point, North Carolina. And I'm Doris Merritt, and I live in Hugo, Oklahoma.
0: You girls are strung out all over the country, so you have to get <laughs> together and uh, do some touring. So tell us uh, what's going on in, in the Girls Next Door music ministry right now. Well, we just released our first song to Christian Radio,
4: (laughs) Living in the Rain, and um, so that's just been released, along with a video, Gary, that goes with that. We have a a new EP that is we have worked on and finished, and it has seven songs, and we've released two singles to country radio. The first one was, was called What's This Thing you Got About Leaving, and then the next one that's out right now, the current was, is called When the Water's Down, and there's videos on both of those as well. And we're just trying to do as much social media as we can and as many interviews as we can to get ourselves back out. We, it's been 30 years since we've been together, so it's, we, it's almost like starting over.
0: Wow, that, that's awesome. Uh, talking about starting over, tell us how you girls got together originally.
5: We all knew of each other at Upperland USA, which was the theme park here in Nashville in the 70s and 80s, and I guess 90s. And Doris knew Cindy, who knew Diane, who knew me. And we knew of each other again in different shows out there. Some of us had, had worked together one or two at a time at some of the shows. But Doris knew our producer, Tommy West. We call him our fifth member. He worked with Jim Croce and Ed Bruce and real good friends with the Manhattan Transfer Group. And so he really loved music, and he was talented himself. And he talked to Doris and said, why don't you get some girls together and we can do some backup work. Well, as we started singing together and things just really were working and gelling, then um, he said, what if y'all just did this for real, I uh, am going to be a part of a, the MTM Mary Tyler Moore record label that's coming to town, and why don't y'all could be the, one of the first acts signed? And there, there needs to be some girl groups out there. So that's kind of how it all started
4: in 1982.
0: 1982. So how how many years did you girls uh, travel together?
4: Well, our first single was released in 1986. So we started traveling in 1984. That's right. We traveled a couple of years before our first release. Uh, to kind of just get our show together, our act to you know learn learn all your mistakes someplace else, you know, before your single gets out. So we were already we were already traveling and touring before the release. Well, what's been interesting, uh, Gary, is the times that we were off. Uh, for that, we weren't off. That we took a uh, time away from Girls Next Door. We were all involved in our churches in music in some kind, and uh, whether it be worship leaders or, or praise teams or whatever. So we never. Quit singing, but we also serve the Lord in, the, in our music through our music all these years. And now that's reason one of the things that we just think God has opened the door and laid a path for us right now. And we're not exactly sure where it's taking us, but we know that we want to share our faith as well as our music.
0: Of uh, course, I met you down at the ICGMA awards show. How many years ago was that? Do you remember?
4: Oh goodness, it's been at least. Six or seven years,
0: at least. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So, yes, and we were, we just loved your ministry, and we've, uh, just through our church. And when Mike and I would go sing, we'd take your CDs and pass them out. And we just think that's such an awesome ministry. And that's where, Gary, we would love to be involved is from that standpoint as far as you putting our music into those truckers' hands as well so they can listen to us going down the road and to our testimonies and of our faith that He, that God has walked with us through so many things that we've been through. And uh, to encourage them and to to give their lives to the Lord and to follow Him
0: Amen. Amen. Well, uh, I know I met you you and Mike that one year and i done an interview with you. And then the next year you came back and I was there and I done another inter- interview and you had just been diagnosed with breast cancer. Is that right?
4: That's right. And that's one thing with all of us, uh, the four of us, we each have Things that we have been through the through those thirty years that we have just that God has walked us through and and just and taken us through those things that I don't know how that we any of us could have survived those things if we hadn't had our Lord and Savior because I did I I walked I went through breast cancer Diane is a cancer survivor and each one of us have our testimonies that we feel like we can share and encourage people um, through those things that we've been through.
0: If you had something that you could share with somebody out there right now that's going through something, what would you? say to our listeners that is struggling right now that might have some kind of type of cancer?
4: Well, I would say don't give up the faith, know that He's always with you, and, you know, He will never leave you nor forsake you. I think that's one of the main things we need to remember, and I know that's what Mike and I did. It's a struggle, but your faith has got to walk you through that. And I'll tell you, Gary, that the opportunities that we had because of what we were walking through to share with people and encourage them through that, but that is the main thing. And keep your your prayer life going and just and trust and just have the faith that he's going to walk you through it. No matter what, he's going to be there with you. And don't feel alone because he's walking with you.
0: Amen. So you are cancer-free right now, right, Doris?
4: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, and yeah. uh, and Di- Diane, um, she battled cancer as well.
0: Okay. I did. Do- I
4: sure did. <laughs> I did. And I would say the same thing, you know, that your faith will sustain you through that. It is a process, and you go through the real emotions that, you know, we as human beings go through, but we've always said this. It's like, how how do people who don't have what we have get through those types of things, you know, without having the Lord to lean upon? So, you know, it's hard. Just keep up the faith. Put one foot in front of the other, and March on.
0: <laughs> That's what we have to do. We have to put our trust in Jesus and not the, not the doctors. And I mean, we do need the doctors, but we've got to put our faith and trust in Jesus and let him guide us through whatever situation that we find ourselves in. And you girls have done that, and you're quite an example for others, and others can look to you for your strength. Well, let's put on another song by the Girls Next Door. What song do you want to play right now? Let's play
4: "Living in the Rain." That's our, our Christian release right now. That song it has such a it has a great message because it's just it talks about soaking up the blessings of the good Lord, and that's what we we need to do is soak up His blessings.
0: Okay, so "Living in the Rain" is uh, your new Christian release. Uh, how did you decide which song you wanted to? record and release as your first uh, Christian song?
4: Well, I think, this is Diane, I think the reason that we um, picked that song is because we were already doing it live, um, and, um, it you know, like we said, it was it was something that Jeff and Sherry Easter had done, um, but it was actually written by Twilo LaBar and Simon Hawkins, And we just fell in love with it. It's Gosh, the potential for harmony was just incredible on it. And so we thought, gosh, it makes sense to do that when we get a good response with it live. We do it a cappella live. But when you listen to the recording, our producer added stand-up bass and a little bit of breast percussion um, to it near the end. So it's really got a nice little feel to it. So, but anyway, we because we've done it live and gotten a great response, and it's a great song with a great message. I mean, all that in a nice little package.
0: Amen. Well, let's listen to that song, Living in the Rain. In the
4: rain.
6: I've been living in the rain, child. I've been living in the rain, soaking up the blessings of the good Lord. I've been living in the rain. Don't need find a shelter. Don't want the weather to change. All oh, my days are better now since I've been living in the rain. I wandered through the desert for many years. My soul was running dry. The sky grew heavy with of the good Lord I've been living in the rain don't need need to find a shelter don't want the weather to change oh my days are better now since I've been living in the rain Child, I've been living in the rain Soaking up the blessings of the good Lord I've been living in the rain
0: Don't need, I
6: don't need to find a shelter Don't Don't want want the weather to change Oh, my days are better now Since I've been living in the rain Gonna stay outside in the waterfall there ain't, ain't nothing, nothing to worry about. Worry about. gonna jump, jump right, right in, in and get my fancy wet. Cause his mercy keeps coming down. down. I've been living in the rain, child. I've been living in the rain. Soaking up the blessings of the good Lord. I've been living in the rain. Don't need. I don't need to find a shelter. Don't want. The weather to change. All my days are better now since I've been living in the rain. All my days are better now since I've been living in the rain. All my days are better now since I've been living in the rain.
0: Yeah, that is an awesome song, and you girls done a great job on that. So tell our listeners how they can order your new CD or how they can book you for their church or Christian event.
4: Well, the the CD can be ordered on our webpage, www.girlsnextdoormusic.com, in our store, and that is a hard-copy CD, and it will be out on to be streamed uh, at some point, and we'll let you know when that when that happens
0: okay can they uh do you have a phone number that people can call or do you, you know, know, know what, what? Yeah.
4: let me give you an email address okay
0: all right. it's
4: info i-n-f-o info at girls next door okay
0: it's info at girls next door
4: yes and that would be a great way to contact us
0: all right but well, you girls live all over the country so once you get booked somewhere, then you all have to get together. How do you go about doing that?
4: Well, it's not easy, but we always seem to work it out. You know, we we come together. Sometimes we we meet here in Tennessee. Most of the time this is where we meet because Tammy has family here, and Doris has family here too as well. So it kind of makes sense that we would meet here. You know, as far as traveling, it depends on where we're going. You know, if we're going to be close to Cuba, Oklahoma, <laughs> then going will come to Nashville and then go Hugo. So, you know, it's crazy. And honest, to be perfectly honest with you, we have not worked out those logistics yet. And we'll probably have to work them out from gig to gig.
0: Actually, that might work out good for you because you've got home bases all over the place.
4: I know right right. yeah (laughs) and we and we have done that before when we went uh we went to New York when Tommy West passed away and we all met at Tammy's uh in North Carolina to go from her place and then then uh Gary I think I told you about Shonda Pierce we had the opportunity to work with her just recently a Christian comedian and that was just so cool but we met in Nashville to do that and we all rode together to go to go to her date so that's kind of We'll work it out. And, you know, there's a lot of artists that don't live in Nashville, that Nashville still is their, kind of their base, that they may meet here and catch the bus or whatever they need to do. So, it, hey, we, we are travel ready. In other words,
0: we, we can meet and do whatever. Sounds like you girls are going to be busy next year.
4: We hope, we hope so. So. <laughs>
0: so where's your next uh, stop at, do you know?
4: Thanksgiving <laughs> at home. Turkey dressing.
0: All right. I
1: would have a question here. I noticed you all have grandchildren and great grandchildren. Come on. How do you manage that with your music career?
4: Well, Tammy is the only one that does not have grandchildren yet, but she does have a son that just got married this past weekend. So you know, she's very hopeful. <laughs> uh, I. This is Cindy. I've got uh, two. I got a five-year-old and a six-year-old great grandkids. Dine Scott. Two. and and Ben's got great grandkids? Yes. Ben's, Ben's got uh, one, two. Oh, those are great. <laughs> See, I'm not that old. I'm not that old yet. Here,
1: Doris. Wait a minute.
4: Okay. <laughs> and
1: well, my, you know, my, my, I love
4: my, grandchildren. Well, it they say that the good thing about grandchildren, you can give them back. You can spool them yeah. and yeah. take them home. <laughs> but, but Mike does. Mike has three great grandchildren as well, so it's pretty great. And Cindy, I mean, uh, Tammy's hoping. She's, she's a just not right now, right not not immediately, right?
1: <laughs> hey, I uh, I read some of your bios, and I found some very, found out some interesting things about them. For so one thing, Diane, you're a silversmith, is that correct?
4: Well, I try. <laughs>
1: I love I doing just, it, yeah. I was just wondering how you got started in that. That's very interesting art form.
4: Well, you know, um... I I owned a boutique in Murfreesboro a few years ago, and I sold a lot of jewelry, and the girl that was helping me out with that was really into that quite a bit, and so I just started taking classes in it, and I went to a school here in Franklin and got uh, certified in um, jewelry benching and um, stone setting and stuff like that, and I love to do it. It's just fun, but I haven't been able to do it much lately, but... I'm working on it. I'm working on getting back into it, some, but it's a lot of fun.
1: Oh, I think it's fantastic. Thank uh, you. Now, Cindy, you worked for the school system. Is that right?
4: I did. I did. I, I retired a couple of years ago so I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect timing, perfect timing. But, yes, I worked for Franklin Special School District for 23 years here in Franklin, right, so and Diane is also retired. She's a retired teacher in Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, my! My wife was a third and fourth grade teacher for thirty-seven years, and uh, uh, she helps me in our ministry. And uh, she is what I she call needs my a medal tip.
4: for that. How many? Not, <laughs> yeah. not helping you in her ministry. She needs a medal for being a school teacher for how many I years? Know. Did you
1: say? I agree. I agree with you. Uh, it has that, changed well, so much. Yeah,
4: yeah. That's I retired early. I was a music teacher for K through five, and yeah. I I took early retirement because it got so crazy. So, you know, but <laughs> but I love teaching. I love the kids.
1: Now, Tammy, I see that you work in a not-for-profit ministry.
4: That's right. It's Christopher
5: Ministries Inc. My uh, brother-in-law, and my nephew, were killed uh, twenty-seven years ago. And by um, in a car wreck, a drunk driver, and my sister created this ministry out of that tragedy. Um, it's nonprofit. She is a, has her PhD in Christian counseling, and she um, does a lot of grief counseling. That's what it what it is. She's about hope for the hurting, and so she does a lot of. Uh, pro bono work, and a lot of the grief share things that she does online, etc. So I am the treasurer for the nonprofit, but I also work in the office um, admin portion of her clinic. She has a clinic in Florida and a clinic here in Nashville, Tennessee. So I'm a virtual person, but that's what I do. It's a wonderful ministry, and again, it's it's, uh, about just helping people know that the God of hope is there for them.
1: That's that is fantastic. I have a I have soft spot in my heart for counselors and psychologists. I have a lot of members of my family that are involved in that. My son's a marriage counselor, and my uh, granddaughter's getting her Ph.D. and she's she's going into child uh, psychology. So, and it, it is all necessary
5: it really it is. is a necessary ministry yeah. and and something that it there it saves people's lives and marriages and families and especially after covid
1: covid did a number on a lot of people for sure uh they said that uh, greater divorce skyrocketed during covid
5: oh yes so, it did
1: uh, i can believe that so. yeah, covid covid was uh we had uh my own ministry we we do an exotic bird show and present the gospel that way and which is very unusual but in two weeks sounds we wonderful had, we had our our whole calendar full and in two two weeks time it was empty i mean and it yeah. uh, yeah. getting. <laughs> but we got a lot of, a lot of things accomplished a lot of things fixed around the house during that time
0: well doris i know you and your husband mike are pastors of a cowboy church out in Hugo, Oklahoma. Talk a little bit about your church out there.
4: Well, uh, Mike pastors a Cowboy Church in Hugo, Oklahoma in the middle of nowhere. And um, he was a rogue old cowboy. I didn't know him then. <laughs> you know, and uh, and he got saved, and it and the Lord just changed his life. And his passion is bringing the old rogie cowboys, anybody to listen. But basically, his passion is for the folks that have walked the trail that he had. You know, drinking and partying and the lifestyle that they led, the rough style that he led. But but our church in Hugo, he's been there sixteen years and uh, got involved in the American Fellowship of Cowboy Churches. And that's where he, he learned about the Cowboy Church, and, the, and that's where he developed such a passion for it, to reach in the reaching the lost and unchurched in the Western culture. But it's not just for the Cowboys, because we know Jesus is for everyone. But it really—I'd um, never been exposed to that. I was raised traditional Southern Baptist, and I realized sometimes we miss some folks because they don't feel like— they are welcome, and it's very uh, non-judgmental, not, it, and we're all supposed to be that way. but in our church, for example, we have dirt floors. you can come as you are, you know you don't have to be dressed up. We, so it really we try to make people feel as comfortable as possible and really make the, the gospel simple, that it's about Jesus and uh, bring people to the Lord that way. And our biggest ministry is our arena to bring people in, get them to come to the arena and enjoy rodeo events, horse events. To ride and then bring them into the church. Let them hear a little bit of a devotion and uh, and let them love on them and show them some Jesus and and then bring them into the church. So it's it's a it's a wonderful wonderful ministry and I've just loved being involved with it over the years that we've been in. And Mike helped start about thirty churches in the state of Oklahoma. And uh, wow! So it's, it's been an incredible ministry. We've just been so fortunate to be involved with it.
1: Well, I think that's fantastic. You know, you've got a whosoever ministry. Jesus went out among the people, and that's what we need to do.
0: That's what we do. Take the church to the people where they are. And you guys yeah. are doing also with a radio program. Uh, tell us about your radio program, uh, Doris. Well,
4: it's Is the Detour Show, and we it was in Paris, Texas, for two years, and then COVID shut us down there. So we're on a station in uh, Mississippi, and it's right now. It's everything is pre-recorded. It's we're using some old shows, but we're hopefully going to get back and be recording our new shows uh, again. But it's um, it what we do is just we play music and we talk, and uh, Mike gets to share, and we have we do interviews like you do. It's one hundred four point three. The River is the name of the station. And it's on Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock. And hopefully we'll be having some brand new shows coming up real soon. And, hey, I bet I can get these girls to do the show for us, too. Like we're doing for you, but Gary, we appreciate you doing this uh, because we know you go out to so many folks on your station, and we'd love to maybe be on your CD one day that you pass out to these folks. And um, I know you said you were going to play "Slow Boat to China." Yes, that was our. That was our the that. Well, of course, love will get you change our lives as well, but "Slow Boat" it really did. It was a top ten for us, and it opened so many doors for us. And I think you know what, Gary. People, I think people will recognize that people that are that are our age (laughs) 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 will recognize that so hopefully you'll play that one for us
0: put it on right now how's that
4: all right that sounds good slow boat to china and we that was our we did our video on that our first video
0: here is the girls next door with slow boat to china is The Girls Next Door, Take a Slow Boat to China. And that was one of their top 10 hits back in the 80s. And they are back together and making new music. And we're going to hear one of their latest releases here in just a few minutes. But Doors first, would you share just a little bit of your testimony with our listeners?
4: Gary, it just seems like, you know, because it seems like I've I was I was saved when I was young and was ra- fortunately raised in a in a Christian home and it seemed like I had the perfect little life everything went along and then I I hit some really rough roads you know and t- took some turns that you know as a Christian and a little good church girl never thought that she would have be fall into a lot of those things so my story from that point on is truly a story of redemption and forgiveness because God really. He took me from a place that I just thought I can never be forgiven for this i have I can't sing about my Lord anymore. I'm just you know, and but he showed me that you know what. He is a God of love, and He is a God of forgiveness, and He can use me, even though I am a dirty old rag, you know, (laughs) that He can take me and turn my life around and put me in a situation that I can share with folks and encourage them that God is a God of love, and He will forgive you. No matter what you've done, you can ask for forgiveness, and you can go on. And I think what I've learned, too, is that's been, you know— because I realize that there are so many people out there that have made mistakes that feel like that God can't forgive them. and for for me to encourage people to say, "You know what? do not beat yourself up because you're you're dishonoring God when you don't forgive yourself, you, because He's already forgiven you. He has forgiven you. He separated our sins as far from the east as they are from the west. And we don't have to carry that burden that He loves us, and He has forgiven us, and he's wiped all that clean. And that was such a an awakening for me because I'd never been there before. And for him to open up his heart, his arms to me and say, you are forgiven and I can use you. You are not dirty. You are not thrown away. And uh, I can take you and use you. And that's when I realized, you know what, God, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to do whatever you want me to do because you have given me another chance. And uh, so that's that's the way I feel, that he has offered me another chance. And I'm going to share and, and trust him and love him and sing for him as long as I can.
0: Amen, amen. I am 100% with you, Doris. And speaking of singing for him as long as you can, let's let's go ahead and play that new release, when the water's down.
4: this is our current country single, but it has a, it can have a good message. too. So Tammy, would you tell me about that? So this song is called "When the Water's Down and it's a it's a storytelling song
5: about this uh, southern town that have has a lot of a uh, wrongdoing going on and people would hide their problems in that deep Mississippi River, but when the drought hit and the water receded, everything started showing up. And we always think of the, the verse in Deuteronomy that says, be sure your sins will find you out. It's a great storytelling song, and we think um, our harmonies really are showcased there. Each of us take a line telling the story. So it is it's a it is a really good song.
1: I watched a video of that song just uh, a little while ago, we were getting prepared. And uh, <laughs> that was the first thing that hit me was people's skeletons was coming out of the closet.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly right. hey, and the, each of those men are our husbands, yeah. except Cindy's. Yeah. He's the one running the camera, but we had our husbands do the cameos that that were the the old man laughing and the banker and the preacher. So it that's something that's kind of a fun aspect of that song. Yeah. That video. So, Gary, you'll get
4: to see I'll- Mike.
0: <laughs> All right. Here's that song. When the water's down, the girls next door. Latest release.
3: was low. A killer drought was burning us out and things were starting to show.
6: Some things should stay buried, lost and never found. Like the near forgotten secrets of a guilty
3: Some man she hadn't seen in years, and we were.
0: Waters down. What a great song by the girls next door. And Cindy, how about you sharing a little bit of your testimony? My
4: testimony is just of how steadfast God is, how faithful He is, how He will never He will never lead you astray. He will always go before you and make your path if you can stay on it. <laughs> but to staying on it is the hard part. But I I was very blessed to be raised in the Christian home. Uh, raised with the values of um, I'm a Christian, and so my testimony—I was sharing with the girls not too long ago because I would always think, "Ah, oh, my testimony's so boring because I didn't, you know, I wasn't on drugs and I wasn't redeemed out of the ditch and all the stuff that you hear when you hear people talking about <laughs> their of- testimonies." Yeah, no, but then I realized that I get to live. All the prayers that went before me, the generations before me, my parents. Not saying that that I, you know, we're all sin. We all are sinners. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I have been very blessed to be raised in the values of being able to follow that in my adult life as well. So I am a, I just say that God is faithful. He will never leave you, and uh, we just need to put our trust in Him. All He wants from us is a relationship. That's where He wants it. That's where He wants us to start. So it's just giving Him that. It's talking to Him. It's getting in the Word. And uh, I'm just, I'm very thankful. I'm very blessed.
0: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's nothing boring about a testimony like yours, Cindy, because you have one of the best testimonies that anyone could ever have. When I was young, I got saved and I've been living for the Lord ever since. So always be ready to share that testimony because people need to hear that. And people need to hear your testimony too, Tammy. So go ahead and share your testimony.
5: All right. Um, I came to know the Lord when I was five. And as we talk about um, I was raised in a Christian home, and my mother did a five-day club, which was like a moving vacation Bible school. But I remember I was in a um, lunchroom at a school that they allowed us to do that. I don't guess they'd let people do that now, but they allowed people to do that then. And I remember hearing um, just it finally just truly understanding that I was a sinner, and because of my sin, I'd be separated from God. But because God didn't want me separated from him, he sent his perfect son, Jesus Christ, to come to this earth as a human being, come as a lowly person because he is the king of kings and lord of lords. But he said, I'm going to send my son, the perfect lamb, and he's going to shed his blood. And then when you believe that he is the only way to me, that blood's going to cover you and I won't see your sins anymore. And you'll spend eternity with me. And that's what I know is the spirit calling. The spirit woos us to him. The spirit woos us to the truth of salvation. And over the years I have lived for myself and I lived for the Lord and those are years that I'm not proud of, but I do know that he continued to call me to him. And when I understood that he loved me and as Doris talked about, that he doesn't um he doesn't hold those sins against us when we confess those sins. And he says, I love you, and, um, and those sins are as far as the east is to the west. That is what God does. That is what Christ does as the Spirit woos us. To that understanding and that knowledge and the truth, because that truth sets us free. And I am so blessed that I have lived my life, um, falling down and getting back up. You know, it says, I think Second Peter, where it says, when he, when I am faithless, he is faithful, and he has been in all of those things through all my prayers. I've prayed for things for years, and I've seen them come into fruition. My son just got married on Saturday, and I've prayed. For five years that he would marry this girl and do the right thing and honor her and God's answered that prayer. So he's faithful and I am so thankful that even when I have been faithless, he's been faithful. And he will save everyone. He is willing that no man should perish and he will save everyone that comes to him. That's what he says is I will save everyone that comes to me, any age. And so that would be the what I would make people understand today, hope that they understand today, is that there is nothing that they have done that he cannot redeem. And he wants to do that. And he will not fail you.
0: Amen. Amen. All we have to do is ask, isn't it?
5: That's right. That's right. Just pray to him. He's listening. He is listening.
0: Pray a simple little prayer. Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Come into my heart. And he will do it. Every yes, time. he
4: will. Every okay. time. Every time. Look us up and friend us and all those kind of things and message us. Come to, I mean, talk to us. Absolutely. You know, let us know you're out mm-hmm. there and what you're thinking. and
0: Tell them uh, one more time how they can get a hold of you or order your music.
4: To order our, uh, our complete CD, you go to www.girlsnextdoormusic.com and um, that EP has seven songs on it, and you'll just go to the little store there on our webpage, and uh, we'll send you one. We also have, you know, T-shirts and goodies like that as well, Um, and we sell some of um, some... We sell a cookbook and um, another book that was written by Tammy's sister that goes to the ministry that Tammy was telling you about for her sister, uh, where her sister works and where she works, so... Um, There are a lot of things on there. Our music is on Spotify and Apple Music and Pandora. It's on everything. So um, the complete CD is not out just yet, but it will be soon. They'll be able to get it there at some point as well. But for now, just the CD. And Girls Next Door, music. (laughs) (laughs)
0: There you go. Uh, And you're also on Facebook, right?
4: The same thing, girls next door music
0: on Facebook. So they ought to be able to find you uh, one place oh, or the yeah. other. And once they yes. find you, they can, they can get all your music.
4: Absolutely. If they if they go to Facebook, it's on there. You know, they they won't have any trouble figuring out where to go get music.
0: There you or go. Or the website, right. either
4: one. So yeah,
0: the girls next door want to be your friends. So contact them. Go to their website. Look them up on Facebook, Doris, Cindy, Tammy, and Diane, The Girls Next Door. They would love to come and be a part of your church service. So we got time for one more song from The Girls Next Door. Here is a brand new song by The Girls Next Door, Shades of (music) Grey.
6: me on her knee i'd look up at her hair and i'd whisper quietly where'd all the color go gray is all i see she just smiled and pulled me close rocking slowly in her chair told me take a closer colors always shades up.
0: These drivers out there, if they want to get that close personal relationship with God, if they want to surrender completely their hearts to Him, you know, it's as easy as what?
1: It's as easy as ABC. First of all, you need to admit that you're a sinner. For we know in Romans 3.23, it says, For all sin comes short of the glory of God. Now, my pastor told me all means all, and that's all it means means everyone, me, you, we all have sinned. And B stands for believe. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that whosoever, and we're all a whosoever, shall believe upon him, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the C stands for confess. Confess in your heart that you believe Jesus Christ is God's Son he died on the cross for your sins and mine. He rose on the third day, and if you admit, believe, and confess
0: that, you will be saved, and you'll become part of the family, part of the family of God. So, drivers, all you have to do is pray a simple little prayer. Just pray, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. I want to be a Christian. That's it. You know, and, and uh, we got one CD, Terry Hopkins, when he got saved, he said, Lord, save me. That's all he said. And guess what, friends? He saved him. It's not the words you say. It's the coming from your heart. God hears your heart, and he will do what you say. If you ask him to save you, he will save you. Here's a, here's a prayer that you can pray. It says, Dear Lord, I'm a sinner. I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins, and I invite you to come into my heart, come into my life. I want to trust you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. God knows
1: what's in your heart, and he reads it.
0: Amen, amen. So cry out today and ask Christ into your heart, and then give us a call right here at Lonesome Road Ministry.
1: And what's that phone number again?
0: 618 618 383-2107. 383-2107. That's right. And we close all of our programs with my testimony and song.
1: What a great song and what a place to be
0: at the foot <laughs> of the tree. And that's what we're asking our listeners today is pray a prayer, get at the foot of the tree, and let Jesus use you in ways that you never thought, dreamed, or imagined. And what a great job Dennis McKay done on this song right here
1: at the foot of the tree.
0: God gave me the lyrics to this, and I just started writing my testimony out.
1: When God gives you something, it just flows like buttermilk, doesn't
0: it? <laughs> it did. It just flowed, and uh, I had a songwriting partner that helped me with this, Tom Caldwell. He's a truck driver from Jasper, Alabama, and uh, I got my neighbor, James Caband to help put this to music, He had a studio in his home, and we recorded that. And we used that uh, for years. We used his recording, and then Dennis McKay recorded it out of his studio, put it on Lonesome Road, Volume 1. And we've been using this version uh, for the last million or so.
1: (laughs) What a great job Dennis did with this song.
0: Yeah, at the foot of the tree. My testimony in song.
2: of life Lost without hope Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past Brokenhearted and lonesome, so long I've been lost. I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree. road, And I shared the good news Wherever I go Yes, there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be And I tell everybody What's happened to me How I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past But I called his name so long i've been lost i left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree then i saw jesus hanging on that tree i lifted up my heart from down on my knees today i met jesus at the foot of the cross Brokenhearted and lonesome, so long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree